We're in His Image by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. How did God create the earth? Was it not through the Word? He sang or spoke, let there be, and it was. Things that are not visible to the carnal eye come into being when God speaks. Here's an example. Genesis chapter 1 verses 2 through 3. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. The word itself, or what was spoken, became flesh. It manifested where man could actually see the word of the Lord. They didn't just hear it through the prophets, even though that is quite real and valuable. But mankind could visibly see the Word in action, how the Word worked. The Word was given a form, a body, that we know as Yeshua, or Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 14 And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word tells us He was the express image of the Father. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 14 verse 9 Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, Show us the Father? In other words, God was in the body of Jesus, the body created for His Word, to accomplish all that was needed to restore mankind back to Himself, removing them from the clutches of the enemy. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. God's word is therefore life for those who have no hope. God's word is pure truth that can be counted on and have faith in. There is no lie in God's word. God's word is the way. God would have all creation walk in the kingdom. Now remember who the word is. John 14 verse 6 Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We have to be born again through the Word. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, it says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, through the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. Since all creation is brought into being through the Word, to be children of God, the new creature must be born through the Word. Because they are born through the Word, they have the legal right to His name, and as His heirs, they are entitled to all that is promised to His family. As the Word manifested the image of the Father to the natural realm, so the new creature is born in the image of the Word. In other words, the new creature embodies the Word of God, as Jesus did when He walked the earth. It's all a covenant promise of God. Those born again today are the fulfillment of the promises made to the fathers.
Isaiah chapter 59 verse 21 is an example. As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them, my spirit who is upon you, and my words, that call things into being that are not, which I have put in your mouth, shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forevermore. Again, the word of God spoken through the new creature can call into being those things that are not, and bring life to those that will hear. It's Christ, or the word in us, that is the hope of glory, as Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 says. So with his laws on the new creature's heart, declaring his will, they can lead the way for others to follow. His spirit in them is truth, that when understood and acted upon, qualifies them to operate in the supernatural on behalf of all creation. Through the new creature, God will teach interested ones the knowledge He has released for this age. The Holy Spirit gifts them and shapes their nature to reflect the fruit of God's Spirit, changing their carnal nature to the image of the Word. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49 And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. The new creature born into this age of the church is a part of the eighth-day new creation and very different from Adam. For more information on the eighth day, please read a look at the kingdom of God. Psalm 102 verse 18 prophesies of this generation. This will be written for the generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. The people of the early church were born through the words spoken by God for that era. James chapter 1 verse 18 Of His own will He brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of His creatures for that era. Those born again today are born through the message for these end times, through the now-revealed message of the scroll of Revelation, chapter 5, and the message given to Daniel, to be released in this age. This new generation is the beginning of the new earth, the new thing. The new creature is born into the Lord's household and are the children of the King. They are His heirs. His kingdom is therefore theirs also. Where is this kingdom? Luke, chapter 17 verses 20 through 21. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. A part of the supernatural kingdom resides within the born again, and the new creature has an inherent knowledge of and a yearning for God's kingdom. Just as in the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, both trees, the tree of life and the tree of good and evil, are in the garden of their hearts, along with the kingdom laws that are written there to direct them. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 16 This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, 
and in their minds, I will write them. As in the beginning also, the new creature has their own will and the freedom to make their personal choices. The laws may reflect God's will, but people will always be able to choose for themselves whether or not they wish to obey, just like Adam and Eve. We pray, Your kingdom come, Your will be done. But, do we mean it? The two trees will teach either the way to live in and establish the kingdom of God, or how to expand this existing world of Satan's. As situations arise, what really is in the new creature's heart? What is its desire? Which counsel will it choose? Will it reach for wisdom from their intellect, based on man's knowledge from the tree of good and evil, that humanity has been accumulating since the garden? Or will it seek advice from the tree of life and rest until the answer is made known to them? In other words, will the new creature follow the footsteps of Christ, who would not do anything the Father had not shown him, or speak anything he did not first hear the Father speak? Or will the new creature follow his trail of thoughts right back to Adam's thinking, and like him, choose to eat from the knowledge of Satan? It is a daily mental battle that determines success or failure in every area of life. If the new creatures are to unite to form the body of Christ, so humanity can once more see the Word in action, it is imperative they choose the knowledge of God from the tree of life, Christ. The Lord will rebuild a new heaven and earth using human vessels filled with His knowledge and obedient to His commandments. Isaiah prophesied. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 16 prophesied. And I have put my words in your mouth, I have covered you with the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens, lay the foundations of the earth, and say to Zion, You are my people. Through his body he will call the nations home to his holy mountain, to renew their minds, purging them of the intellect of man and the nature of the adversary, so they too can be taught his ways and be victorious. All creation will be restored. Again, Isaiah said, Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Those that are part of the line of Judah, or Judaism, the descendants of those that faithfully prophesied and recorded the promises of the covenants and the coming of the Messiah, are being gathered and offered rebirth to be a part of the kingdom. Those that are a part of the Lamb, Christianity, that are caught up in the harlot Babylon with her lies and false doctrines, are being warned, called out of her, and encouraged to repent and run to God's spiritual mountain for truth. Revelation chapter 18 verse 4 And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, Babylon, my people, lest you share in her sins 
and lest you receive of her plagues. Repent for defending denominations that have divided God's family and caused division resulting in a lack of power and the anointing to defeat the adversary. Repent for letting all humanity down, along with the planet and everything on it, because of the love of man's traditions more than God's truth. Then there are those that were born again new creatures, but returned to their former Adamic lifestyle, therefore becoming spiritual Esau's, giving up their birthrights altogether, losing rights to the covenants and the blessings promised God's people. They are no longer heirs of the kingdom of God, nor in His image. Their nature is that of the tree of good and evil, and it remains their source of direction. They are proud and prejudiced against Judaism, if Christian, or Christianity, if Jewish. These glory in their own intellect, not giving a thought to the tree of life. Adam and Eve made the very same mistake. The truth is, Judaism and Christianity must come together as one, uniting through the Word of God and His knowledge for the body of Christ to be complete. Jesus is the line of Judah, as well as the Lamb. The end-time people of God must be in His image to establish the kingdom and fully experience His victory on the cross. In closing, the new creature is born through Him, shaped by Him, and then united as His body. They are filled with the Word of God, enabled by His Spirit, endowed with the fruit of His nature, and made righteous through His blood. They are being used by God to carry out His plan to restore the planet and all on it to its original perfection through the word of their testimony. They are the body of Christ and in His image.